Hello everyone, welcome to All About Nigeria, a podcast where our host talks about Nigeria's history, politics, infrastructure, and a whole range of other topics. We would love to hear your views about all the things we talk about, so join us on Twitter at All About Nigeria. Thank you for listening. Hello everybody, and once more, I welcome you to the All About Nigeria podcast. I'm sure that if you are new to this podcast series, you would be interested to, in knowing that all we do here is talk about Nigeria. And the whole essence of our talk is to give the young ones perspective on where Nigeria started and where we hope Nigeria is going to go to. That is a nation that is going to be a giant not just in Africa, but all over the world. On this episode, we're starting a series on the constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. And the reason for this is that there is so much controversy there as to what kind of constitution Nigeria has, whether the powers given to the federation in form of the federal government of Nigeria is overwhelming in relation to the powers of the federating states. So many people are actually not quite sure about what the constitution really, really means to a federation. And people are not even aware, or some people are not aware, that there's a difference between so many types of um, governments. We've got confederation, we've got the federation, We've got the unitary system, which is the parliamentary system. Nigeria, the constitution that the Nigeria government is using presently is the 1999 constitution. This constitution was given to us by the government of Abdul Salam Abubakar, the military government at that time, in preparation for the return to civil rule. Of course, the constitution wasn't just drafted by the military. It took its roots from the 1979 constitution, which we operated in the Second Republic, and just put in a few bits and pieces of amendments. But basically, the two constitutions, 1979 and 1999, are not much different. Now, we operate a federation. A lot of people believe there's too much power in the federal government to the disadvantage of the states. And most of the time, it's regards resource control that the hue and cry is always about. Many people think that the federal government has too much money from the federation account to the detriment of the other states. But before we go into controversies, we need to establish a few things so that people can understand the system that we actually practice. Nigeria is a federation and we operate this kind of government. There is a difference between a federation and a confederation. In a federation, what we have is this. 
we have a government at the center, which is the federal government. And then we have federating states. Each of these states are unique. They are delineated according to their sizes. Each one of them has some sort of independence in so much as it is granted by the constitution. But the federal government is the central government, which has some superiority in court over the federating states. Federation really just means the grouping of six, often on regional basis, on some geographical basis. And then there is an establishment of a central executive machinery to implement policies or to supervise joint activities. When you look at a federation, you need to be able to contradistinct it from a confederation so that people will get the true meaning. Because when we talk about the national conferences that we have had, it's, it does appear that a lot of people confuse confederation with federations. Confederations are voluntary associations of independent states. And these independent states secure, to secure some common purpose, agree to certain limitations on their freedom of action. And they come together and establish some joint machinery of consultation or deliberation. The limitations on the freedom of action of the member states could be as trivial as an acknowledgement of their duty to consult with each other before taking some independent action. So what we're saying is that whereas in a confederation, the center is weak, there's power in the states. The states are practically countries on their own. So if Nigeria were to think of a confederation, Nigeria will have independent states of 36 in number. The federal capital territory might actually just become the confederation office. So we would all have different countries, but we'll be trying to operate under the name. One of the things we could say is that we're going to continue using Nigeria as the name of the confederation. But in that wise, all of us will hang on our own because we're independent. Ogun State would have his own army if he wanted, or we could all decide that we leave the army to the confederation. So the difference is that we would all have independent states. Abia state would have its own state. Um, Niger state would be a country. Abia would be a country. Imo state would be a country. We will be independent even if we do not say we're now countries, but we would, in the real sense of the word, be countries. Now, that's not what we have, and obviously that's not what we want. But sometimes in the conversation that goes on, you would get a feel that some people actually do not know that confederation is what they are trying to describe when they say they want true federalism. That's my view.
When we now look at federation, on the other hand, we see that a federation is one government. The entire Nigeria is one independent country. And we now have federating states. The federating states are not independent. They all subscribe to the same constitution. They all have powers that are defined by the constitution and they all pay some sort of homage to Nigeria as their country. They are all Nigerian states. So the power rests with the federal government of Nigeria, the power of, um, what do you call it, of statehood, of nationhood, rests and is wielded by the federal government of Nigeria. And the power of the states relates to how they regulate their area, their set parameters of states. But they cannot do anything that will jeopardize the unity of the federal government of Nigeria. Now, when you look at the Nigerian constitution, it's a constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. The constitution of Nigeria is, it has so many parts, and we're going to be doing a lot of this in-depth look at some of them. The first part defines the Federal Republic of Nigeria, and it tells us that the constitution is supreme. The name of our country is Federal Republic of Nigeria, and the states of the Federation and the Federal Capital Territory are delineated. They are specifically, what we mean by delineated, is that they are actually defined. In fact, the um, schedule to this part of the constitution tells us the boundaries of the particular states. So we have that with the federation, that the federation defines all the states, where they start from, where they end, and it even defines how boundary disputes should be regulated and sorted out. The constitution starts by saying, and this is chapter one, section one, this constitution is supreme and its provisions shall have binding force on the authorities and persons throughout the Federal Republic of Nigeria. Number two, the Federal Republic of Nigeria shall not be governed nor shall any person or groups of person take control of the government of Nigeria or any part thereof, except in accordance with the provisions of this constitution. So when you hear people saying that they want to start a sort of um, rebellion or revolution and you find that some people are so upset by the use of the word re revolution and some people think that um, it was supposed to be a protest, you see why it has a legal connotation because the constitution from the onset says that the only way in which rule of Nigeria can occur is in accordance with the constitution. And we know that this is by elections. So any other type of taking over the government and the leadership of this country is a coup. It's a revolution. It is something that the constitution will not allow. Section three says that if any other law is inconsistent with the provisions of this constitution, 
this constitution shall prevail. And that other law, to the extent of the inconsistency, will be void. So this tells us that the constitution is supreme. No matter whatever law, anybody who wants to challenge a law has to challenge it for legitimacy by saying that it is somehow inconsistent with the provisions of the constitution. Because the constitution also gives efficacy to laws that have been made by the National Assembly. So the only way that laws made by the National Assembly can actually be repealed by the courts is if there is a successful challenge in court and that that law was inconsistent with the provisions of the Constitution. But if it is not inconsistent with the provisions of the Constitution and we desire a change, then the National Assembly can change the provisions of the law. So we will continue in a bit to look at some other parts, some other provisions of this importance of the Constitution. The Constitution tells us in Section 2 that Nigeria is one indivisible and indissoluble sovereign state to be known by the name of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. Nigeria shall be a federation consisting of states and a federal capital territory. In Section 3, the Constitution names all the 36 states. So you can see that with the desire of some people to create more states, they have to amend the Constitution because the Constitution has, has already said there shall be 36 states in Nigeria. And it goes to say that is to stay, say, Abia, and it names every single state. Each state of Nigeria named in the first column to this constitution shall consist of the area shown opposite thereto in the second column of that shadow. The headquarters of the governor of each state shall be known as the capital city of that state. And already the capital cities have been stated in the constitution. The federal capital territory, Abuja, shall be defined in the constitution and it defines this area in part two of the first schedule to the constitution. The provisions of this constitution in relation to the federal capital territory have effect in the manner which is also set in the constitution. The constitution goes on to say that there shall be 768 local government areas in Nigeria and it again shows all the local governments. So we can see that in trying to create new states or delineating new boundaries, everything has to go back to a constitutional amendment. This was the issue when the Lagos state government um, created LCDAs. I think it's, they are supposed to be local council development authorities. They were to create local governments. But they came to meet the block because you cannot unilaterally within your state create local governments since local governments have certain um, financial allocations that are due from the federal purse. If you created your own local government and 
the federal government now has like 54 local governments in Lagos State. It means 54 local governments are going to be drawing money from the federal allocations every month. And this is contrary to what the constitution says. So Lagos State government could not succeed in getting constitutional approval because the manner in which the constitution can be amended also is provided and it requires two-thirds majority of both houses in the National Assembly and also two-thirds majority of all the houses of assembly of the 36 states plus the federal um, capital territory making 37. So we are going to take a pause here. This is the first part of our constitutional series. And in the second part, we'll go further to discussing the powers of the federal government vis-a-vis the powers of the state. Thank you for listening.